Hello, this is Andrew Crawford. I am playing the Beast at the Cresset Pantomime this year. And I just want to wish Dogsthorpe Infant School a very happy Christmas. Five, four, three, two, one. today we have got Victoria Jane. Hello everyone, oh this is very exciting, thank you so much for inviting me onto your lovely podcast. Can you tell us please a little bit about the pantomime and who's in it and what can we expect if we spend our, our precious money on a ticket? Well obviously it's Beauty and the Beast and I am very lucky to be playing the part of Beauty. We are back with a vengeance and we are so excited to give you this proper full-scale panto full of all the things you could ever want from a Christmas show. You've got fun, laughter, great songs, so much glitter, so much magic. And I don't know about you, but I think Beauty and the Beast is one of the most magical pantos. You know, you've got the magic of the rose, the magic of the transformation of the beast. And it's just, oh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful story. I would highly recommend it. And what's so good about the Cresset Theatre is that it's such good value for money. I mean, obviously we've got a lot of competition in Peterborough. It's wonderful that there's so many theatres and so many pantomimes out there, but the Cresset is definitely the best value for money. We also have um, some celebrities in amongst our lovely cast. Um, so hopefully some faces that you recognise as well. So it's not just local talent. We've got a real mixture of people, although we do have some local cast, which is also wonderful. And um, we had our auditions this year for our children who are sort of the ensemble and the life and soul of the panto, really. And this year we've had to up our teams because usually we have two teams of children. This year we've got three because there was just so much local talent that came in and we just wanted to involve everyone. So we've been spot for choice and we've got three teams of kids. Yeah. And lots of hopefully things that work around people's schedules. So I think that's something that the Crescent really strive to do is try and make their sort of have enough variety of times and days that everyone hopefully that's the plan so hopefully there's something that everyone everyone can come to you know in every panto there's sort of a structure to things you have um obviously you've got a certain amount of songs but you've got sometimes a slot scene which is where things get really messy and there's foam and stuff but this year we've got our traditional 12 days of christmas and i don't know if anyone's ever seen it press it before but it's been a few years since we've done this but it's just chaos everyone knows the songs of the 12 days of christmas but we have lots of different props Things get thrown all over the place. And for the first time ever, I get to do the 12 days of Christmas. Thank you, Victoria, for your time today. You're welcome. It's lovely to speak to you all. Hopefully I'll see you there on the stage. <laughs> You're listening to Launchpad, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast. We have got Simon Aylin on our show next. And uh, you may have heard that name before because he is starring as Buttons in the Key Theatre production of Cinderella this Christmas. Simon, welcome to the show. Could you tell our children, our excited children who are listening and their parents, all about your pantomime, please? Well, listen, so first of all, it's Cinderella, which is, frankly, the best pantomime. That is just a fact. It's awesome. It's the original. Um, and, and Buttons has always been my favourite character as well in the pantomime, so that's great. It's great to get to do that. Um, but also, the wonderful thing about Keith Theatre pantomime is it I mean, it is fun. It's full of magic. It's really funny. I mean, this is a really, really funny show this year. Um, and it's magical, but also it feels local. It feels like you're watching 
pristine professional production, but it is all about it coming from Peterborough, from the heart of Peterborough. I'm a Peterborough boy. Lots of people on the um, uh, on in the cast, the creative team, and everything is from the town. Um, and we think we know what uh, people want to hear, how they're going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, and and it's. I'm assuming it's still got all of the the ingredients of a good pantomime. All of the it's behind you and the the wonderful sets and the all of that stuff. Yeah. I'm about to rehearse the it's behind you bit in in a little while actually. So I'm, I've just been learning my lines for that, and it's weird because you're learning your lines, and what you're trying to do is you're trying to remember your cues, which aren't from fellow actors; they're from the audience. So if you've got any um, children with big mouths. Uh, they should definitely come along because um, we are looking for noisy, mouthy audience members, especially for stuff like the ghost gag and the it's behind you and all of that stuff. <laughs> Great, sounds exciting. Do you have some? Do you have some mouthy kids? Uh, well, it's not for me to say whether they're mouthy, but uh, children are children. I should I imagine mean that in you a won't good run way. short. <laughs> mouthy is good for me. I like mouthy. It's all good. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that you'll have lots at, at the Key Theatre. And the Key Theatre's a lovely theatre, isn't it? I mean, that whole... It's well, just wonderful. I love it. It's a perfect, perfect theatre to do pantomime in. So, actually, you know, I used to do youth theatre here. So I, I was kind of a Key Theatre um, performer when I was a teenager. And I went off to drama school and kept coming back a little bit. But then um, kind of... I kind of moved away and, had, and haven't, haven't done anything here for 20 years. Um, and I've come back and actually... I've been and done some really big venues, actually. I've been involved in, in pantomimes all over the place in some huge places, but I've never known an auditorium that is as good as this, as the Peterborough Key Theatre, to enjoy a pantomime, because everywhere, everyone feels close to the audience, but it still feels like it's big. It still feels like it's a big deal, like it's got scale. But you can see everything, you can hear everything, and you can really feel like you're connecting with the, um, with the performers, which is brilliant. It's, it's particularly good for pantomime. Yeah, that's that's the that's the strength of the key theatre. I think that whole homely feel, and you're involved in the action. What what about music? Yeah. Have you got good songs, and is there something to sing along to? The songs are amazing. Now, actually, we've got original songs um, that are just beautiful. Um, but actually, some of those original songs are songs that, that the audience can sing along to. And sometimes we literally give the audience the words. So. There's, there's, there's songs which will be new and fresh to our audience, um, but they'll be going out at the end of each show knowing a whole set of new songs because they'll literally have been made to sing with us. So once again, any noisy children, get on down here. We've got some work for you to do. Well, there you go. There you go, kids. You can get your practice in for when you want to get on the stage yourself and be like Adele. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, yeah. Sheeran. Here's, here's your chance to go. Um you and you've also got an orchestra that for a, quite a while. It's been what's it been about seven years since you've had a live orchestra? Well, do you know what? So I've not been around really. So I I was around years ago, back when we had we had drummer and keys and, and we had a band. And they've had um they've had acting musicians for I think six, seven years, which is a really interesting way of doing pantomime actually. Um but I do like I do like that we've got a band. We we can make some noise. We can make some proper noise as well as as, as singing and playing some beautiful songs as well. So I really really like that. And yeah, I believe it has been about six seven years. Yeah. So since yeah, you know, I was in my thirties. So you know, <laughs> a long time ago. Surely not. It, it, you can't see him, you can't see him, <laughs> listeners. But he doesn't look that old. <laughs> no, I don't look a day over twenty three. Um, 
I'm getting, I am getting a little bit too old for Cinderella, so I am, <laughs> I'm, I'm younging myself down. Yeah, you're dying you're, my hair next week. You're, you're, you're heading towards Baron Hard Up, aren't you? I, I don't know if that'll ever be for me. <laughs> I, that said, though, I did once do pantomime with Ross Abbott as as um, Buttons when he was in his seventies. I'm presuming all of your listeners remember Ross Abbott. I'm certain of it. Um, do you <laughs> now think I'm too young. It's all about your performance. It's about kind of. <laughs> it's about. I mean, it is about acting young. Pantomime is everyone needs to needs to perform or watch pantomime feeling like they're a kid really. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why Buttons is such a nice character because he's just he's just mm. a big kid. And and as you say, um, Cinder. So, Cinder- as you say, Cinderella is is such a lovely story. Anyway, it's it's made for pantomime, isn't it? Yeah. With the ugly sisters, and I, it's just yeah. perfect, oh, perfect. perfect. Um, it's, per- it's perfect, and it's perfect for old and young, and it's perfect for boys and girls as well. There's so much, there's so much for both in our show. So it's really good. When when do you open, and what what are your dates? Well, oh, now you're talking. We open in 10 days, so we've really got some work to do. So we're opening from the 3rd, and we're doing it to the 9th of January. So we're doing it for well over a month. There's loads of shows. Um, some shows are nearly sold out, but there are tickets for... There are at least some tickets for every show. Um, and uh, we're doing it all the way through Christmas, and there's all sorts of different times. It's, a, it's an easy show to come and see. And I have to say, as someone who's worked elsewhere... I think it's really good, really, really good value. Really good value. Um, so it's a great way to come and have two hours. It's not a really, really long show. You're in and out in two hours, which for me is the perfect amount of time. Come in, you laugh, you have a sing, and everything's everything's glorious. Yeah. And yeah. there's still time to do some Christmas shopping afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or, if or, there's still Christmas shopping to do, depending <laughs> on when you come. I've done all mine, obviously. If, yeah, after you've wound all the kids up, there's nothing better than taking them all yeah. into the shops. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him, give him some sugar. Just, just let him go. Let him go. Brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm guessing tickets from the box office at Key Theatre. So tickets, tickets available, kind of in person, um, but online as well. So just look up the Key Theatre piece of our online. It will direct you to tickets. If you go to the What's On section, see what other fantastic stuff we've got coming up. Good luck to everybody. Can you pass on all of our best wishes to all the cast and say that uh, yep. Dogsthorpe Infant School children will be there and their chances are they'll probably be the loudest. Amazing. I, I expect whenever I've got a really, really loud voice, I'll know. Okay. There you go. Thanks, Simon. You are listening to Launchpad, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast for parents, children and teachers. We've got Andrew Crawford, and he is performing as the Beast this year's pantomime at the Cresset. Would we have seen you in anything? Yeah, I mean, over the years, I know um, the, your listeners can't see this right now, but you're looking at my my youthful face, aren't you? I look I look 21 um, at most, but I'm actually in my mid-30s now, so I've been performing for a long time. Um, I started doing stand-up when I was 18, or 17, actually, um, so people over the years may have seen me do stand-up. I've, I've done that up and down the country for years. Um, not as much in recent years, because um, a few years back, I got, I got my a CBeebies show called The Rhyme Rocket, where I lived on a spaceship on CBeebies. Um, and that kind of also started my wonderful journey of pantomimes up and down the country as well, which I've enjoyed a lot over the years um but yeah i think the, the thing that anyone really recognizes me from these days is is still the cbb show called the rhyme rocket 
you perform in front of cameras and things and it's it's all very out there but at least you can see the children's faces can't you when you when you entertain with a pantomime absolutely i think there's um there's energies that we don't really uh fully understand as human beings and i think when you are stood in a on a stage or in a room full of people you you can you can feed off that energy and you can you can change the energy in a room and often in front of a camera it's a lot harder to um grab hold of that same bit of magic i suppose it's um it, it becomes a little bit tough but I've, I've i think we've all missed audiences especially the past couple of years i'm sure everyone you've had on um has mentioned how odd it's been for performers over the past couple of years it's been very quite uh, very tough so i think we're all itching to get back into a theater and um pantomime is a brilliant way to to get back into it because it's just fun isn't it that's what it's all about is uh bringing a bit of joy to christmas time yeah definitely so how are the rehearsals going well we haven't st- Started yet? So we're going to go down on the third of December, and I think we're only really in a in a room together for a week. But that's quite uh, normal for pantomime. It's quite intense the end of the week that you get together. I'm learning my lines and my songs uh, at the moment. My neighbours are ecstatic. <laughs> They're very happy about it. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we've got a couple of weeks left to uh, before we get there, and it's going to be really fun. So, who are you working with? Um, at the moment, um, I'm lucky that my girlfriend is, um, she, she works for a company out in Italy and they, they actually teach uh, English speaking um, shows for children uh, that tour around schools. So she's quite well versed in uh, reading through scripts, she writes her own scripts as well. So she's a perfect partner to learn lines with. <laughs> so uh, that's who I've um, been roping in to learning my lines with at the moment, which always helps. Brilliant. No, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, yeah. I, I often, I often look at great actors and I think to myself, how do you remember all those things? I, I used to be a performer myself and I used to have to remember lyrics of songs. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's very much the same sort of thing that, you know, you have to sort of lock it in and it has to be there and you can't let anything distract you, can you? Cause you know, I've had yeah. all sorts of things when I did all the clubs. Um, I had all sorts of things going on in front of me and you just have to keep concentrating on the job in hand and not think, oh, look, there's a guy there doing all sorts of things. <laughs> so it's all... That's it. It's keeping it going, isn't it? And I, and I guess that, the, that with, with your children, with, the, with pantomime, um, it, it is the, the atmosphere can be electric because you've got all of each time you've got another bunch of children in and mm-hmm. they're all going to come in hyper excited whereas us adults will come to see a show and hopefully through the show as the show builds and as the story unfolds we get more and more excited and we finish with the with the hopefully with the standing applause um um but with children they come in hyper anyway so you you've got your work cut out mate haven't you yeah I, th- I always think this with kids shows i think um it, it's very different dynamic to doing a show for adults but what we can't forget is just how easy children are to manipulate in those situations. <laughs> <laughs> and that we're in control as the adults. And as long as we actually, um, you know, this is the thing, shows have been going on for years and years and years. And we have wonderful techniques to entertain children that are known throughout the world. And they, and like you said, these techniques never die. A custard pie to the face will always <laughs> yeah. get a laugh. 
<laughs> these things never end because uh, when the kids grow up and they stop finding it funny, there's new kids and they find it funny. And that's uh, one of the great things about pantomime is that a lot of th- a lot of the time these kids are experiencing uh, theatre for the first time ever. And um, to even have a sense of that going into the show, I think is um, is a is a blessing really for an actor to to have a bit of perspective on that. It gives you a bit more of a drive to uh, to go out there and do the best show that you can. Yeah, the the whole point of the um, the, the the pantomime. I mean, the clues in the title, Beauty and the Beast. Have you? got to put on lots of makeup i'm guessing you have well this is uh this is going to be news to me as well when i find out about <laughs> it I, I am i'm not sure yet i imagine so because i know i do have to as as with everyone who plays the beast they have to play a dual role of the prince um you know who has this curse put upon him and then he turns into this beast um, so I actually have no idea as of yet of the transitions of how we're going to go from beast to prince and prince to beast and things like this. Um, but that's all part of the fun in rehearsal week, I think, is figuring it out, because when you're all apart across the country, you can't you can't. There's no way of physically figuring these things out in a room together until that day comes where you all get in a room together. So um I think I'll focus on the learning lines so far and then all of the makeup and the costume will be a, a pleasant surprise in early December. No doubt there'll be, um, I don't know whether there'll be ugly sisters, but there will be, um, no doubt there will be people in the in the pantomime who will need makeup like yourself. So you won't stand out too much, will you? Oh, absolutely not. And if I don't stand out, then I'll put more makeup on because that's good, exactly good. what I'm there for. <laughs> good, for good for you, good for you. Um, could you just done. could could you just remind us? I don't know whether you've got the details of the dates uh, of when your when your pantomime's on. If not, I'll put them on the put them on afterwards. But um, do you know when you open? What day you open? Yeah, we open on the eleventh of December and we close on the thirtieth of December. I think the only day that we don't have a show is Christmas Day. Um, I think there's a matinee performance most days but I can't promise that there's one every day. That's the best I can do. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fine. And I, and I do know that there's some some days when you're inviting schools to come over. So and mm-hmm. you've got some. So there'll be there'll be lots of times for our children to see the um, the pantomime. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Listeners, if you want to go, go over to go and see a pantomime this Christmas. And what better way than to go over and see Beauty and the Beast at the Cresset? Andrew, thank you for joining us today. Um, have, what, what after the pantomime is over? Have you got other exciting plans? You're probably not allowed to say if you're not signed contracts, but have you got anything else in the pipeline? Um, yeah, I do. I mean, there's no contract signed yet, but I am writing um, a sitcom with my longtime writing partner and the the my friend from university, Joe Chambers, who I also did the Rhyme Rocket with. He was first off as a ditty on on the CBB show, and we also um, we have been touring our kids show. Um, we've done two weeks of that. We just did Stoke on Trent, and then we've done uh, my hometown more recently, which uh, last week we did that. It's called the Ridiculous Rhyme Show. We have a YouTube channel called the Ridiculous Rhyme Show as well. So please go uh, go and have a oh, look right. at that if you uh, want to check out some more of my stuff. Yeah, um, please, and hopefully yeah. we'll be continuing that around schools um, next next year. That'll be great to get the school show going. Because, like I said, two years away from doing uh, the school show, we've done 
2000 schools up and down the country we've done tours of wow. australia and new zealand with the with the kids show it's been fantastic so we're, we're getting back to that and hopefully we're writing a sitcom which isn't for children all about our adventures um of touring the world with the kids show um so it's a unique perspective that um, i don't think many people have had making a national um children's television show but it was it was an incredible experience for me and yeah. my friend, and um, and we've we've, uh, we've well we've been milking it ever since around primary schools. <laughs> what what age is um your your school show? What what ages are they for? Are they for key stage one? Are they four fours to sevens, or is it all primary? Well, we've got better and better as any any business does. When we first started out, we um the show was for CBBS aged children, so that was all we would aim it for, key stage one. Um, and then as the years have gone by, we've realised well, there's a lot of other children in the schools who aren't getting any any um access to a show from us. So what we do now is we perform the hot the show to the entire primary school in the morning, and then for the older children, say the years fours, fives, and sixes, uh, we run a working in television workshop and we teach them how the rhyme rocket was made behind the scenes and things like this that's fantastic that sounds really good now there's lots of schools who'll be listening to this podcast um if they're interested in booking you um where can they go to to do that and where they where can they find out more details they can find out more details on laugh and learn so it's just their letter n uh, laugh and learn uh, uk. Um, and if you go on there, you'll see the Ridiculous Rhyme Show. You'll see me with all my big curly hair and my uh, my colleague, Joe Chambers. And you'll find all our contact details on there. And you'll see loads of reviews and photographs and things like that from our shows uh, over the past few years. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Dave. Thank you very much for that. No, no problem at all. Andrew, thanks for joining us today. Good luck with the with the pantomime. I'm going to pop over and see you and and give you a wave. Don't throw anything at me unless it's something to, something nice to eat. Um, I don't so maybe to... a water pistol, a oh! little water pistol. I'm sure that'll be in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll bring an umbrella. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> that's, that's good. Thanks for your time, Andrew. Thanks very much, Captain Dave. I appreciated it. Thank you. Sadly, our Christmas episode has come to an end. Eddie, the Dogsthorpe Infant School well-being dog, wishes you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You're listening to the Dogsthorpe Infant's Christmas Show. Ho, ho, ho! is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog. This delightful Cavalier King Charles Spaniel offers hugs, paw shakes and high fives to help children of every age to dream, believe and shine.